This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Tonight, we're giving you a special lesson that I want you to hold this for your, for your whole life. The boys are young. The boys are young, but they're going to get older. And now you have to know this growing up as you're young, so you use it, so you'll have Belacha in your entire life from now forever. You heard? No, no, it's not a man. It's not a man thing. It's a fact. I'm telling you a fact. You don't dance a man. It's a fact. If you do what I'm telling you, Belacha. Listen. Listen to what I'm telling you. Like this. Okay. What happens is, I told you this week, I get a call. One of my guys that, uh, that learns with me calls me up, one of my congregants, one of my Talmudim. He says, Rabbi, I'm opening up a new business. And you know, business is technically speaking, I'm not going to go into Nalachot, but he wants, to put, uh, he wants me to come. He wants to put me to make, put Mezuzot. You know what I'm talking about? Mezuzot. We, do, we, we put it in a business for Sfaradim, I'm talking about. We put no Baracha. So he says, Rabbi, I want you to come put Mezuzot in my new business. So I say to him, okay, where's the business? Oh, it's in Lakewood. Okay, I was in Jersey. Anyway, about, about a half hour ride to where he is. I said, no problem. When? This time, one o'clock, there's that. No problem. My, my Havruta is a sofer. You know, he writes him as a result. I call my Havruta. I give him the address. I said, do me a favor. This is one of my, my students, one of my Talmidim. I need to hook him up, get the best ones for him. And hook it up. Whatever you have to do, make sure. I want you to go to one, one o'clock. This time he's waiting. Boom. He gets there. I get a friend from my Talmud. Rabbi, where are you? I said, what do you mean? I just, I just sent my, my sofet. No, 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 no. Rabbi, where are you? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm 30 minutes away. Why? What's up? He says, listen, I want you in my business to put up the Mizuzot. Now, is there any source to that? Yes or no? Is there any source that the rabbi himself comes, let's say for example, you have a new house. Is there any source where the rabbi himself should come to the Hanukkah Dabai? Is there a source for it anywhere in the Torah? Where? And if yes, where? I'm going to tell you right now. The answer is, there is a source. It's in the story where HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells, Moshe is really praying, when they go into Israel, when they go into Israel, when they go into Israel, why did Moshe want to go into Israel? That's a million dollar question. Well, why do you want to go? To each other? Why? Why? What do you think? Huh? To what? To do what? Oh, what do you want to go? My kids don't let me go to Israel if I don't come back with Israel candy. You know what I mean? They want daddy to go to bring back the Israel candy, right? If I don't come back, oh, daddy. Huh? My question is, why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Israel? You know what the answer is? What's the answer? What's the answer? You tell me. Sion. What's the answer? Why did Hashem want Moshe to go in? Why did Moshe want to go into Israel? Holy land. Holy land. What do you have to say? Hometown. Hometown. Holy land. Okay. Should I tell you what? Should I tell you what the reason is? The reason is one reason. There's certain Moshe was a very smart man. Moshe about Moshe it says, "Ohev kesef, lo yizba kesef." You know what that means? If you love money. You'll never be satiated with money. That who they say it on? On Moshe Rabbeinu. You're going to tell me that about Moshe Rabbeinu? Are you crazy? Are you nuts? But this is what it says in Mesech Makot. It says a person who loves money will never be satiated with money. What, what does that mean? Satisfied. For example, you have a million dollars. You think you're going to be, oh yeah, yeah let, me, let me win the mega million, 500 million, I'm good. When you, when you start tasting 500 million, this is facts, by the way. Better be grateful. You want to be 
a billionaire. You have 500 million, but you still, <laughs> you're still in the billion. So you're not in the, you're not in a tier one category, by the way. You're not. You're, you're still a millionaire, but you're not a billionaire. So what do you want to do? You want to be a billionaire. And then once you're a billionaire, you want to be, you want to be the, the number one guy in the world. And that's why they're going crazy. The two richest guys in the world, they're, they're head to head with them. You know what I'm talking about? They want to fight wrestling. You know what I'm talking about now? Yeah, you know? Why do they want to fight? Because one guy, one guy hates the other guy. You know why? Because he's richer than him. So they want you so ticked off. Oh, yeah, I want no, one. Yeah. You understand know what I'm trying to say now? Yeah. yeah? Why? Because there's something called uh, 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 greed. There's something called like you're never happy with that. You always want more. Which, which what? This is what we say. Whatever you have money, you want more and more and more. You're not satiated. That's all about Moshe Rabbeinu. How could that be said against Moshe Rabbeinu? How? Is that, is that a compliment or not a compliment? It sounds like it's putting him down. But, wait, wait, wait. How can we, what does it sound like? When I tell you, well, you love money, you never be satiated money. If I tell you, it's all about Moshe Rabbeinu, it sounds good or doesn't sound good? Does it sound good about Moshe? It doesn't sound good. What's the good one? It is. I'm going to tell you the good way. I'll tell you the good way. You want to tell me the good way? Go. No, the good way is that he took that trait that he's not satisfied with money and, put it into Torah. and he put it into mitzvot. Torah and mitzvot. You did one mitzvah. Yeah, boys, we came tonight. We you did a great one. mitzvah. So now you're good. You feel good. But you're not satiated. I want to double down. I want to make a night program. I want to make a morning program. I want to make a minyan Sunday morning. I want to have a, a this and I want to have that. And I want... This is what... It's called that you're never satisfied with your mitzvah. Of course you're satisfied in a way, but you always want to double down. You did this, you did great. I gave charity this week, unbelievable. You did a big double downing. How about next week? Double downing, Bezal Hashem. I'm going to do it, I'm going to make Wow. Because when, when it comes to mitzvot, you never want to be complacent. When it comes to mitzvot, you always want to do more and more and more and more and more. You know how we know that? What does it say? Mitzvah... Goreret mitzvah. You know what that means? One mitzvah leads to another mitzvah. Why does it say that? Because that's the way it's supposed to be. Do you know who created the daf yomi? Do you know who? No. No. He he gave the idea to the person. But who was the person that did it? No. Whoever it was. Listen to what? Listen to what happened. It was was, was not many years ago. His name was... um, uh, but Mary Lublin, I forget exactly his name. I have to get, but he was from Lublin. Get out of my, 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 my mind right now. But what? But he started Dafyomi. You know, you know how he started Dafyomi? There was a bunch of rabbis in a room like this. There was a bunch of rabbis in a room like this. And he said, guys, to the rabbis, rabbis, I have an idea. How cool would it be if everybody in the world, well, let's say, for example, I'm catching a flight. Let's say I'm going on a plane, right? And now, who sits next to me? Another Jew sits next to me. And he's learning the daf. I'm learning. How cool would it be? We could talk in the same, we can learn together right now. Why? Because the whole world is doing the same daf yomi. How cool would it be? They're like, wow, it's a genius idea. Imagine you're going down a train and all of a sudden another Jew does the, oh, you do the daf? I do the daf. Oh, what are you learning about the daf? Oh, boom, boom, boom. Are you able to talk and learning? How cool would that be? That would be the coolest thing ever. And they all loved it. They went back to the kahals, to, the, to, the, to their congregations. They all got together. All the rabbis, they went all one room. They all have shuls. They all went back to their shuls. They all went back to the yeshivot and said, guys, this is what we're doing. And the whole world picked up on it. 
you know what people were saying? You know what each rabbi was saying? And then it flew. You know, what's, you know what the rabbis were saying after? I wish I thought of that idea. Look how many mitzvot this rabbi is getting. Oh, from Mary Lublin. Look how much mitzvot he's getting. Look at, look at what he's getting. Boom. He has school till today. Till today. Imagine you think of an idea. Now every single time a person does not feel me, he has a part of the action. Why does he have part of the action, part of the mitzvah? Because he created the mitzvah. So every, every rabbi is like, oh my goodness, I wish I grabbed that mitzvah. I wish I grabbed that mitzvah. I wish I grabbed that There was one rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Kahanim, and he says, I don't wish I grabbed that mitzvah. What? The like, rabbi, what are you talking about? How can you say that? Crazy mitzvah of Daf Yomi, and you're not going to wish to grab it? What are you talking about? So the rabbi said, I'll explain. He says, what? He says, the way it works is, when you do one mitzvah, Hashem gives you the ability to do another mitzvah. So I'm not jealous of that mitzvah. I'm jealous of the mitzvah that he did before creating Daf Yomi. That caused him to get this mitzvah. You hear the chap? Yeah, but I'm saying the, that means when he did this mitzvah of Daf Yomi, he had to do a big mitzvah beforehand that could, to let him do that mitzvah. You understand? So he's saying, which mitzvah did he do beforehand? I'm not just the Daf Yomi mitzvah. I'm just the mitzvah that he did beforehand that led him to Hashem gave him his chut to do that mitzvah. You hear the cheshbon? Yeah, exactly. We don't know, but the point I'm trying to make is that what that in life you gotta be a, a hustler with what with mitzvot. You have to be a hustler with mitzvot, and that's why by by you know, with everything, but especially with the Torah mitzvot. Why? Because our, our whole our our whole life, our whole here, right, there, right, right. Because our whole life, right? Our whole life is what is is that, and that's why it says on Moshe Rabbeinu, is it a compliment now, or is it not a compliment? It's a compliment. Why is it a compliment? Because even though it says you love money, you never say you love money, but he's doing it and he's using that same potential that he has for money, and he's transferring it to do mitzvot with it. So therefore, he does mitzvot. He's never satiated. He wants to do more and more and more and more. So what's the reason why he wanted to go to Israel? One reason: there's certain mitzvot in Israel that can't be done outside of Israel. That's why I wanted to go to Israel. You understand why I wanted to go to Israel? Mm-hmm. Not teacher one ma. I know you did. No, the Domino's pizza kosher pizza. I don't know what's kosher there. Pizza, whatever it is. Oh, he wants. He wants to go. You know. You know. Oh, you having a problem? Oh, I, I gotta come. Listen, I, I gotta get the Domino's the pizza. You can do it. You know. So what's the pshat? One second. What's the pshat? The pshat is that Moshe Rabbeinu. The reason why he wanted to go to Israel is for one reason. What's the reason? One reason that he wanted to do this mitzvot that can't be done. Outside of Israel. Huh? For example, Shemitah. You ever hear of Mitzvah of Shemitah? Shemitah is seven years, and you can work the land six years. The seventh year, you can't work the land. So therefore, he says, I want to do that Mitzvah. The sermon Mitzvah of the land that can't be done because it's not the land of Israel. It's based... Yeah, but it doesn't make a difference. You know what You know what one Mitzvah is? If you do one Mitzvah of that Mitzvah in seven years? There's other Mitzvah also, by the way. The sermon Mitzvah that is taking place only in Israel and nowhere else. And that's exactly why... Exactly. The whole place in the world is the Kotel. Exactly. Right? So that's why Moshe Rabbeinu says... That he wants to do his vote, that's why he wanted to get it. So what does Hashem answer him? You know what Hashem answers him? Who knows? You're not going in. But one thing I'll tell you to do. One thing I'll tell you to do is you could see the land of Israel. You can see the land of Israel. I won't let you go in, but you can see the land of Israel. So now I ask you a question. What does that have to do with anything? How does that request how does that answer Moshe Rabbeinu's request? He wants to go to Mitzvah. What is that? Hashem says, don't worry, I'll let you see it. If anything, it's a bigger tease. 
Imagine, imagine right now you buzz oh, by the way, um, you, you just got a brand new car, right? You just got, I don't know, a crazy new car. Like, Dad, can I drive it? Dad, can I drive it? You can drive it? No, 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 no. You can't drive it. See. But you know what? Come, come, come. I'll let you see it. Isn't that worse? Uh, you're watching your car, like, I can't even drive. And then, then, then he falls, like, wait, wait, one second, let me just start the engine for you. Like, you know, the remote boom. <laughs> you, hear, you, hear, you hear him pressing that. Oh my goodness, I want to go in. I want to go in the car, I want to drive it. Isn't it a bigger tease? If anything, what are you doing with Moshe Rabbeinu? Oh, Moshe Rabbeinu, go see it. But don't, you can't come in. <laughs> What's the purpose of Moshe Rabbeinu seeing Israel? And I go in. Isn't it a tease? You know what the answer is? True or no? Yeah. You know what the answer is? I'll tell you the answer. The answer is, in life, you're going to hear a concept called Ayin Tova and Ayin Ra'ah. You ever hear of Ayin Ra'ah before in your life? Yeah. You ever hear? Berai. Like let's say, for example, your business is booming. I'll give you an example. You're rocking and rolling. You have factory of 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 of, 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 of trees, and let's say let's say you're a farmer. You have a orchard of you're killing it, and then you have yeah yeah you have a guy that doesn't like you really so doesn't really like you so much, but but he said come 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 yeah no no he come 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 and he's shooting the whole situation. Whoa, could be hospital, right? You know you know what I'm talking about, you know. So therefore, what's called ein tova? Ein tova is the opposite. Ain Tovah is where you're bringing the rabbi that he loves Israel so much and Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, just look at it. You know why I look at it? Because I know when you're going to look at it, you love it. You love B'nai Israel so much that you're going to bring Barachah just by looking at it. You hear what's going on over here? Not Ain Ra'ah. where a guy wants you to lose. Ah, jealous. jealous. And that's a bad eye. Jealousy. He's looking at you. Jealousy. Oh, this guy. You know, uh, all it's of a sudden, sad. all of a sudden, uh, nobody got that. Uh, you know, you know you, you're the only one in the, you, you, uh, any friends, you got the craziest car. And now you're taking it. Come check out my car. You see this gadget? You see that gadget? Meanwhile, the guy doesn't have no car. He can't even, his parents don't even have a car. Like, oh, and now you have a little, little car. One guy told me he he got his brand new car. He got like a he got like a Porsche convertible. The whole situation, and all of a sudden after one year he switched it. So why? He says because I'm an 18 year old kid. I'm driving my Porsche tinted windows, and I pull down my 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 my, my what's it called the, the, the top off, and all of a sudden I'm pulling up to, to what's it called picking up like I don't know what he was picking up, and all of a sudden he sees his best friend's father pulling up in an old jalopy car and, and they both like you know how they both park uh-huh. like you see your friend's father coming out of a, such an old car B car and he his best friend you know his, his best friend's father yeah. is coming in a B car and, and, he's, and, and his best friend's father sees his, his, his son's friend with a crazy uh, car Hey, what's up, uh, Mr. So-and-so? Yeah, it's Sky. These little... Uh, how do they saw these good for nothing kids? What do they say? I don't know what they say. Spoiled, spoiled kids. These spoiled kids. Spoiled 18-year-old, just 17-year-old, just got his toys. You know, he's driving around with, uh, with a cut. So therefore, it could cause, if you show off too much, it could cause jealousy. It could cause jealousy. You know what it is. It could cause jealousy. You get a brand new watch. Nobody has your watch. All of a sudden, boys, check what I got. Check it. You guys, you can't get, you, can, you guys can't afford it. You can afford it. You, can, you guys can't afford this watch. You can't do that. Why? Because you're causing people jealousy. And it's not right. It's not good. You're not causing them happiness. You're causing them jealousy. How do you you're, it no, yourself? there's no prevention. My, my, my prevention is I'm trying to say don't don't don't, don't 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 rub it in. 
Don't rub it in, you know? You know what I'm saying? Don't rub it. You saw it, you got it, you saw it, you saw it, you Yeah, bro, this is real. Hey, hey, Mike's saying right now. Check it out, check it out. You go like this. No, this is a fake one, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go around it, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm trying to say now. What's the point of the class? The rabbi has a Rolex and you guys don't. Yeah, we got the class. No, but, 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 you. Hey, I'll leave it to Torah, you can flex. Right? But you get my point I'm trying to say, right? My point I'm trying to say is that you don't cause another person jealousy with what you have. You, you can get what you can get, but don't cause people jealousy. Always say, always be humble when you get something. You always got to be humble and say, Baruch Hashem, this is really not mine. It's Hashem gave it to me as a gift. You understand? Yeah. So therefore, it's not yours. See, the thing is, watch is mine. This is my watch. Hashem gave it to me as a gift. That's it. Oh, so okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different, right? Not so much flex anymore. Hashem gave it to me. It's not mine. It's Hashem's. All right. You get my point I'm trying to say, right? Get what you get. And, don't be upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 but you get the point that we're trying to, to make. The point I'm trying to make is that you can't make somebody jealous with the situation. But what you got to do is the opposite. There's something called... An eye in Tova, a good yeah, eye. Be a good example, right? And what's a good eye? What's a good eye? A good eye. I'm not having a good eye. A good eye is Moshe Rabbeinu. When Hashem saw that he can't get in the land, he didn't just say, okay, you're out. Hashem happy says, yeah. I know that you're going to be happy that I gave Bnei Sale the best land. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you see it. So you're not, I'm not teasing you. You're going to look at it and say, Wow! This is where my people are going to go. I'm so happy for the Jewish people. That's what they're getting. So therefore, since you have that happiness, you can bring beracha just by looking at the land. It's called Ein Tova. It's the opposite of Ein Ara. Ein Ara can damage. Ein Tova is giving beracha. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem tells him, look at it. But you're teasing me. I'm not teasing you. I'm not teasing you. Why? Because you're going to look at it. You're going to cause so much influence just by looking at it with your beracha that when they go in, you're going to cause them to want to do mitzvot. Because now, what, what does Moshe Rabbeinu do? Wow, I saw, you know, you guys are going to the best land. You guys got, they pump, Moshe is pumping them up. You get, you're going to have mitzvot over there. You're going to have the crazy mitzvot. I wish I could go, but I can't for whatever reasons. But you're going to go. You're going to be able to do the craziest mitzvot. So Moshe Rabbeinu, in a way, he's pumping the people up. And not only pumping the people up, he's actually giving berachad just by looking at it. So when they actually go in, they feel that inspiration of Moshe Rabbeinu's look of that Berachah that he got. That's called Ayin Tova. I'm going to tell you two more places where we have the same concept of Ayin Tova. Second is, if you look, Yaakov knows that Yosef is alive. So what is the Pasuk saying? Yaakov knows that Yosef is alive. Where is he? He's in Egypt. So what should it say? Yaakov is going to go there. doesn't say that. What should it say? V'lchel Hashem. I'll go to it. How do you say? What's V'lchel Hashem? What does that mean? I'll go there. I'll go see my son Yosef. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say I'll go there. You know what it says? I'll go and see him. I'll go see him. question is, why see him? I'll go there. No. Because Yaakov knew that Yosef was in Misraim, in Egypt, with all the Tum'ah. And therefore, he says, my dear son... I'm coming because when I see you, just by me seeing you, I'm going to give you berakha just by looking at you. Why? Because I want the best for you. And I want you to have berakha. And I'm going to put my eye on you for good. 
on a put my audience and say, wow, you should be blessed. Just by looking at you, I have to be there and see you to give you that eye, the good eye. That's what the Pasuk says. I'll go and I'll see my son. Why? Doesn't say he'll go there. I'll go see him. Why? Because the ayin tova. And what? There's another place. What's the other place? Should I tell the other place? The other place is, the other place is, we know many times the Torah says that Hashem says, count b'nei Yisrael. Right? Does it say? Count b'nei Yisrael. Count b'nei Yisrael. Count b'nei Yisrael. So why do we count b'nei Yisrael? Who knows? What does Rashi say? Why do we count b'nei Yisrael? What's the answer? You know what the answer is? You know what the answer is? When you love something, right? When you love something, let's say you made a check, cash. Your boss gives you 10 grand. Let's say. Yeah. So what do you do? You count it down. One, two, three, four. And with your boys. Let's say with the boys. No problem. Everybody's excited. <laughs> well, how much we made today? You know what I'm saying? Boom. They count it. Boys, we're, we're putting whatever we made. And we count it. One, two, three. On the table. We have, we have a whole suitcase of flus. We're counting one, hundred, two, three, four, five, six. Ruben's the guy counting. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. What happens when everything's done? Wait, count it again. Make sure. Double check. Boom, boom, boom. I just counted it. No, you want to count it again. When you have, you have, have cash in your hand. You're like, one, two. Like a lot of... What happened? Because you love it so much, you want to count make sure it's there. You know? Hashem loves B'nai Yisrael. So what does Hashem do? Hashem says, I want to count them again. I love them. I want to count them again. That's what she's. I'm going to tell you the Ramban's shot. The Ramban says, you'll never believe me, but you have to see it inside. The Ramban says something fantastic. Ramban says, you know what's the reason why Hashem wants Moshe Rabbeinu and I don't to count Bnei Sale. Anybody can guess based on this class? You know what's going to happen? What is Moshe going to do? Moshe is going to have to count each one. So how's he going to count them? He's going to see you. Yeah. And he's going to see the next guy. He's going to see the next guy. He's going to see the next guy. So what is the rabbi going to do? He's going to see him and he's going to give him a good eye. So Hashem wants Moshe Rabbeinu to go to the people to actually see the people as well. To give them the Ayin Tovah. Wow, look at these people. They're such good people. So all of a sudden they give it a Ha. Just by looking at them. And now we come to the final point. And what is the final point? The final point is in our life, when we see our friend being successful, you know, all the boys are here. You're going to see one day, this guy, whatever he's doing, he's killing it. And all the boys are like, this guy, man, he's killing it. The guy's killing it. Legit. Yeah, you don't know. One phone call, a million bucks. Ah, I'm giving an example. Right? Or it could be in Torah. As well, because I know, I know you guys are businessmen, but I'm saying, let's say, let's say, let's say Torah. You guys are all cool here. All cool here. So now the guy, he's learning away. He finished us. You only finished one message. He's killing it. What's your reaction? You know what your reaction is? I'm happy for you, bro. You know what I say? I'm happy for you, bro. You know what I'm talking about? I'm happy for you, bro. I'm happy for you, bro. Right? Why are you so happy? Yeah, because I see you killing it. You're killing it. You're doing good. I see God's giving you baracha. I see Hashem's giving you success. And you know what? Hashem should bless you with more success. You got the nice watch? Oh, I wish you get even a nicer watch next year. Wow, legit? Wow, you so happy with me? Oh, you got the crazy car? Oh, man. I hope you get 10 times better next year. Wow, the next lease up? I want to see the best. Better. Wow, why? Because I love you and I want the best for you. I want you to be so, 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 so successful. Wow. You know what that is? The guy finally builds a crazy house. I'm getting an example. Oh, it makes you feel good. You see the guy growing. Sometimes the guy growing in, in Torah. He's with the boys. All of a sudden, the guy's taking the next step. You, you know what I'm talking about? How the guy got so religious. The guy's so religious. So instead of telling him, ah, you're such a black cat. No. 
You got to tell him, you know what? I'm proud of you. You're so successful in the religion. You should be matziach more. You should have better. You should have more and more success in your religion. You know what I'm talking about? Some guys they, they become they, they become very very religious. So now when you say, oh, you, this guy thinks he's better than us. He thinks he's sharper than us. And so he can't hang out with us anymore. Instead of doing that, you do the opposite. What do you do? You tell him, I see you doing awesome. Keep it up. Don't listen to nobody. Keep it up. There was one time a lady. She wanted to be tzniut, and she called me up. She told me she it was a lady in our congregation. Like we have we have a keila in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. So one of the husbands called me up and said, Rabbi, my wife's going crazy. I said, what happened? So first time it was a Friday night. Friday night, she said she's going to be Tzni'ut. She wants to be Tzni'ut, you know, she's growing. So she wore a skirt Friday night to the Shabbat table to her in-laws, to her in-laws. So as they're sitting down, after Kiddush, they're going to watch until I die, everyone's going to watch. Her sister-in-law goes to Oh, so you think you're better than us? Now you're wearing a skirt? You think you're sharper than us? That's it? Now you're, now you're more religious? You can't talk to us no more? And she felt so bad. She said she doesn't want to put a skirt anymore. She doesn't want to be tzniut anymore. She doesn't want to do it. I said, why? She says, because she pulled her down. Opposite. Her sister-in-law is supposed to say, I'm happy for you that you're growing in your religion. I wish you grow better more. I wish you keep it up, not only Friday night, but every day during the week. Wow! You're really that, you're really that, you're really that happy for me? Yeah! Do it more. Wow! Instead of doing the opposite, what do people do? Oh, you're learning half a day, and you work half a day, ah, I work the whole day, what are you doing? What are you doing for Panasatra? No, encourage the guy. Wow, you're learning half a day? Wow, you know what's going to happen now? And the other half that you're working, you're going to make so much flu, so much beracha is going to come to you because you're learning half a day. Wow, that's the way you're supposed to do it. Some people really do the opposite. Oh, you're learning, oh, you're, you're, work, you're, you're learning half a day and you're working half a day? No, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. You have to go to work, you have to make money. Da, 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 da. So what does the guy do? Oh, you're right, you're right, right? He kisses. He doesn't learn anymore. He learns one hour, half an hour, 20 minutes. The guy has to go to your... No, encourage the guy. You know, I'm very happy with what you're doing. I'm very proud of what you're doing. This half a day of your learning is going to cause you so much barakah. You're going to have triple, triple, triple when you make any business. Wow. Feels good. Who wants to feel good? Feel good. And this is really the great lesson. That it's called Ayin Tovah. You want, to, you want your friend to have the most success. You want your friend, you see him, you see him having a lot of, lot of barakah in his life. You say, and even though you might not have, how's it You might not, you might not have. But what do you do? You bless him anyway. You say, I'm happy for you. I'm very happy that you're successful. I'm very happy that you're being this. I'm very happy for you. I'm not jealous that you have a nice watch. I'm happy that you have a nice watch. Wow, but you, don't, you have a Casio. What are you wearing? The, 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 the thing? What are you doing? No. I'm very happy for you. And when you do that, you know what happens? The Pasuk says, Baruch. What does that mean? Baruch means, when you bless other people, Hashem says, I'm going to bless you back. And really, in essence, when you give Ayin Tovah to other people, you're really giving Ayin Tovah to yourself. Because Hashem says, you really care about my Jewish people? What are we? We're all Jewish people. We're all one. We're all one. If, if, it's like a boat, right? If, for example, heaven forbid, you're on a boat, and one guy, you know, you know, you're going to cruise, you know, on a cruise, you know, on a cruise, you know, it's like a ship. They have rooms in the cruise. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so they have a cruise ship, right? And imagine one guy, he, he rented his room. He rented his room on the cruise, and all of a sudden, he takes a drill. One day, he takes a drill, and he's drilling in his room, like a hole in the in the boat. So he's like, "Yo, bro, what are you doing? No, I'm, I'm drilling a hole. No, no, you can't do that. If you drill the hole, all the water's gonna come in. The whole boat's gonna sink." What do you do? The guy says, excuse me, I pay for my room. Kish, I can do whatever I want. It's my room, I can, do, I can drill a hole. What's going to happen? The boat's going to sink, right? So if Hasid Shalom, one guy, one guy in B'nai Yisrael is falling down, 
Really, in essence, since we're all one, the ship is sinking, heaven forbid. But if we do the opposite, if we bring each other together and we grow together, we're building up the whole ship. Right now, what are we doing here? We're building a whole, the whole world up. The whole Klaikzel is being built up. This class right now, you know how much Hashem loves it? You're building up the whole Klaikzel. What are all the... Ain't, what do you think this, this is being, this being... You know how they have the recording, like the camera recording? You know what I'm talking about? They have the camera like this in the room. This is what's going on in Shammah. You don't see the camera. Why did Hashem make cameras? You know those cameras, they're all over every single room, right? Why did Hashem make those? To just to show you that in Shammah, they're also recording you. So, so to me, right now, there's a recording. It's right there. You don't see it. You don't see it. It's in but it's connected. The wire, the, wire, the wire is connected all the way. There's a big, big wire. It's connected all the way to Shammah. And... No, no, wireless. It's straight with wire. Yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi. You go out like that, and Hashem's uh, zooming in, and he's seeing, wow, look at me, Israel. On a Sunday night, what are they doing? They're sitting down and steiging, sitting down and learning. Learning about what? Having Ayin Tovah. Wow! Why did Moshe They want to know why did Moshe Rabbeinu? He didn't get in because what? Even though he didn't get in, what did, what did Hashem do? He told him to do what? See the land. What does that have to do with anything? What am I seeing the land for? It's just teasing me. No. When you see the land, you're going to gain by you seeing it, giving Ayin Tovah. And that's what we're talking about today tonight. We're talking about Mubarakim Baruch. That when you bless other people, then Hashem says, You have a good eye? I I want to bless you more as well. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.